All right, and welcome back to another episode of Fantasy Football with Gumbo. Uh, my name is Ja. Uh, I'm here today. I'm going to provide you guys with some of my starts of the week for week five. Uh, Dugo's going to be out on today's episode. Dugo's actually out sick, uh, so I'm doing today's episode dolo. This is going to be a really, you know, much, I guess, shorter episode than our normal content. But I just wanted to, you know, feed the streets, give you guys uh, some fantasy football tips, tricks, and advice for your head tops. All right, so I want to start off with a team who I think all around there's going to be a lot of pops. I want to start off with a team that I think is going to explode this week, and that team is the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jacksonville Jaguars have Trevor Lawrence, Christian Kirk, and James Robinson a part of that offense. These are three guys that everyone somewhat doubted coming into the year for fantasy at least, that have completely 100% outperformed their ADP. They've been sensational. Christian Kirk is a wide receiver one. James Robinson is a top five running back. And Trevor Lawrence is now a startable quarterback who has legitimate upside every single week. Ooh, oh, you are a smart one. I understand now. The coaching change in Doug Peterson really changed things around down there in Jacksonville a ton. And I think that Christian Kirk, Trevor Lawrence, and James Robinson are all due for positive regression after last week's nasty loss to the Philadelphia Eagles. That game was sloppy. It was messy. It was a rain game. So obviously, you know, it was just, it was just war. It was a mud fight. This week, they played the Texans, which are still a division rival. Uh, But I think that this is a game that the Jaguars put away fairly easily. The Texans are... I do not think they've won a game this year, and I don't foresee that happening against the Jaguars. So I think that James Robinson on the ground especially is going to see a ton of work if the Jaguars just simply do what they do and they just outpace the Texans. I think by the second half, you see James Robinson get fed the ball more than normal just because they want to preserve a lead, get the win, get out of there. Typical NFL second half, I'm winning the game, you're down by 14 shit. I like James Robinson this week. I like Christian Kirk for a bounce back. He saw nine targets in a rain game, which you know how weather can affect the passing game. And uh, But I like Christian Kirk a lot. I think he sees double-digit targets. Christian Kirk is going to have some explosive plays. So far this year, I mean, Christian Kirk is averaging around five catches a game, which isn't, you know, some astounding number, but, you know, it's enough. The thing about him is he's a deep threat, and his yards per catch this year are currently at a 16.35. What does that mean? When he catches the ball, he gets about 16 fucking yards. Five catches a game, averages around 16 yards a catch. That's around 80 yards a game. Lock it in, 75 to 80 yards a game. He's already had three touchdowns in four games, so you know that he's a hot target when it comes to the red zone, and he's always you know liable to make a big play. I think that's going to happen against the Texans. I think he's going to have his 50-yard bomb or his 60-yard touchdown. He's going to get all the opportunity to do so while he averages nine targets a game. And I think that Trevor Lawrence is going to, he's going to feed him, man. Like he wants to show that this guy was worth the money they paid him. I'm sure he probably had some level of, you know, insight or conversation with the front office about Christian Kirk. I think that the Jacksonville Jaguars want to show the world that they are serious and they're not a joke. And it hasn't been a fluke this, this far. They want to go out there and they want to crush a team as it always helps when it's the Houston Texans who are also a division rival. And another matchup 
I think that needs to be exposed, that needs to be talked about more so, is Derrick Henry against the Washington Commanders. Give me D. Henny all day. He's gone for over 100 yards the last two games. I think he's about to make it three. Wouldn't be surprised if he went for double-digit touchdowns. It's Derrick Henry versus the Washington Commanders defense with no Chase Young. Henry's going to eat, man. He's going to have a big game. Like I said, multiple scores. I think he goes for over 100 yards pretty easily. Could even, you know, get a catch or two. And he's going to have a ton of usage in this one. I see the Titans closing this out in the fourth quarter. I think they're just better at closing games than the Commanders as a football team. And I think Derrick Henry is going to be a big part of that. I think that this Derrick Henry, you know, crazy-ass run is going to continue in a week five. Another guy I like that I'm sure we all like, uh, I can't dance like him, Justin Jefferson is playing the Chicago Bears. And I expect that to be just a heyday for Justin. I think that he's going to see over 100 yards in the through the air. He's going to gritty in the end zone. He's going to get his touchdown. He's going to be good for about 78 catches. The Bears suck. Like, they're probably the worst. What are they, like 3-1 and one or something right now? They have to be the worst 3-1 and one team in the league. Give me Justin Jefferson all day against the Chicago Bears defense. Don't think they create much of a pass rush. I think Kirk Cousins gets to just sit in the pocket all day, break him down. I think the Vikings win this one by a touchdown at least. And I think that uh, Justin Jefferson is going to be a large reason why. So another matchup I like is actually Atlanta and Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is going to be playing this Atlanta defense, which stinks. It sucks. Tom Brady's going to go out there and he's going to have Mike Evans back from suspension. Chris Godwin should play even though he got dinged up last week. Russell Gage is going to be there. Julio sounds like he's going to be there. And Rashad White starting to get integrated into the offense while, you know, the team still relies on Leonard Fournette, who will also be there. I think this offense goes crazy. I wouldn't be shocked if Brady goes for three touchdowns, if he goes for over 300 yards. And this is kind of, uh, this is his statement game, right? Like, if you follow Tom Brady, you know at the beginning of every season, things typically start off slow. He's not the type of quarterback that, you know, can be easily swayed either which way. He's calm, cool, and collected. It's only week five. When he first came to the Buccaneers, they didn't have that thing together until like week 10, week 11, week 12. It's Tom Brady, man. He's going to get this shit together. I think this offense is going to have a good, a good game against the Falcons, who I do think are competitive. I don't think they're incompetent. I don't think there's some shitty ass team like they were a few years ago. And I think they're going to keep this thing competitive, which is going to have to force this, you know, Tampa Bay Buccaneers team to air it out. Mike Evans is the wide receiver one this week. I like him a lot. I don't like him, Justin Jefferson, a lot, but I like him as a certified lock him in. I'm going to be a wide receiver one this week kind of guy. I think he sees fair fair target share. If I had to give a stat line, uh, just looking at you know his past performances and how he's performed, you know when he hasn't been suspended, I think he's good for eight targets, six catches, seventy eight yards, touchdown. You play PPR, that's over twenty points. He's going to be the primary weapon this week. Start Mike Evans. Last guy I think that is, uh, you know, he's a little bit underrated. I feel a little bit, I'm kind of in on this guy, but he hasn't really given me reason to be. I think George Kittle's going to have a week. I don't know why. It's just a feeling in my gut. I don't have any statistical evidence to prove this. You don't have to take me seriously, but I do think George Kittle's going to have a week. I think he's going to be, you know, a startable tight end. 
Last couple of games, he's been getting back into game shape after missing the first few weeks due to injury. I think that now in game three, you know, he has had some time to get reintegrated with Jimmy Garoppolo, get those practice reps in. And, you know, they've been using him as a utility lineman, I guess you could say to an extent. Their left tackle, um, I want to say, is Trent Williams got hurt. And so the Niners have been kind of down bad on that side of the line. So they've been, you know, playing uh, musical chairs with their offensive line, trying to figure something out. And they have been keeping George Kittle home to protect and block for Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, if you know Jimmy Garoppolo, you know that he needs to be upright in order to be effective. He needs to be able to, you know, get the ball out. He has a quick release. But when you start putting pressure on Jimmy G, your whole offense goes to shit. You're not going to be able to do anything because then he's not going to be effective. And when he's not effective, you don't respect the pass. Then you just clog the holes for the run. It's a whole spiel. I'm not a fucking coach. I don't know if I should, you know, be talking like like I am one. But all I do know is that George Kittle is a great tight end still. When he's healthy on the field, he's one of the best players on the field. I think he's due for a breakout game. I don't see why I can't be against, you know, this uh, this Carolina Panthers team who who does have some weapons, right? Like, they have guys, I want to say, like uh, J.C. Horn, uh, rookie from last year. He's a pretty damn good cornerback, but he's going to be busy with Debo. He's probably one of their best players on defense. I think George Kittle's going to eat. Obviously, Jeff Wilson on the ground is going to be – he's going to go crazy. Jeff Wilson's a great value if you guys play DFS. He's an amazing value right now. I'm grabbing as many shares of Jeff Wilson as I can get this weekend. If the Niners are who the Niners say they are, then this should be a game they lead most of the way. And I could see Jeff Wilson having some impact. So if I'm giving you two players from the Panthers and Niners game, George Kittle, Jeff Wilson, must starts, set it and forget it. I know George Kittle hasn't shown you all too much. But I just think that he is too good. This offense is too efficient. And last week he had a touchdown, which got called back because I think his tiptoe wasn't in the end zone or it was some like weird, mysterious call that the refs waffled on. But it's not like he's not getting end zone targets, right? You just have to wait for it to click. He's been back for only a couple of games. I think this is the game to where he's in game shape. He has his chemistry, you know, kind of recalibrated with Jimmy G. And he should go out there and uh, show you something. I got George Kittle in for a floor of four catches. I would say 50 yards. And um, I think there's probably a 50% chance he gets a touchdown somewhere down in the end zone. At some point, Carolina is going to realize that, hey, the Niners want to run the ball. Let's play the run. And uh, I think George Kittle could find himself in one of those Kyle Shanahan-ass fucking goal line packages to where he's a blocker, but then he flanks out and yada, yada, yada. So I like George Kittle a lot. I think he's good for double digits this week as a tight end and double digit weeks from our tight ends is what we like to see. A couple guys that I think um, could potentially have big weeks. Amon Ross St. Brown, if he plays against the Patriots, people are scared of this matchup because it is Bill Belichick. But ultimately, I think that um, I think Amon Ross is too good. I think that he could be stopped to some extent, like you double cover him or you put someone over the top so you limit his big plays, but he's going to get targets up the ass. He's going to probably still lead this team in targets next week if he plays. Christian McCaffrey, obviously against the Niners, that's a tough defense, but because of his utility as a runner and a passer, 
his touches alone are so valuable that his floor is somewhere between 12 and 15 points, right? Like he's guaranteed four to five to six catches. He's guaranteed 15 touches on the ground, if not more catches, if the game goes a certain way. He's going to get his yards. He's going to be useful. He'll get his 70 yards on the ground somehow, some way. He'll get you at least 30 to 40 through the air. He's going to get 100 all-purpose, a few catchers thrown in there, and he's the most likely person on that team to score a touchdown. It is what it is. CMC at this point has decided to forget it, as you know he probably already knew, but got to reconfirm that. A uh, couple of the guys I like, Jalen Hurts, big week against the Cardinals. I think that that's going to be an interesting game. I uh, actually think the Cardinals are going to be better than people think they are, but I think uh, Jalen Hurts and Dallas Goddard are going to have a big game this week. I think that's a crazy stack in DFS. If you if you play DFS once again, and those are two guys that I like a lot, just all in all in general, but once again, uh, on DFS, they're an amazing value. I'm sure you're tired of hearing my fucking voice. I'm tired of talking. My mouth is dry as shit. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I don't do solo episodes usually, so it might have sucked. I don't know. Uh, please, follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter tag is at the at sign and then the gumbo pod. So at the gumbo pod. Tweet at us. Let us know how we can improve. Let us know what you like. Let us know if you disagreed. And let us know some of your starts of the week. Shit, give us your opinion. Let us know what you think. Uh, I'm out, man. It's late. I hope y'all have a good night. We'll see you guys next week, Thursday. It'll be the full team here. But until then, happy hunting and uh, good luck this weekend, guys.